Frank, let's do it. Let's talk about spending that hard-earned cashola on advertisement. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it, James. I don't do it enough. I never do it. I'm actually curious to hear your side of it. But it's been a few years, and I was looking at my app numbers, and I was, I'm happy with my app numbers, but I'm like, my app numbers can be better. More people can be buying my apps, James. They're good apps. More people should be buying them. Yes. And I, I remember that I don't ever advertise my apps. And I'm like, today is the day I am going to advertise my apps. And oh boy, do I have some thoughts about that experience. Advertising is uh, scarily expensive. That's that's mostly, <laughs> you know, well, you know, when you look at like the numbers from the Facebooks and other other social media sites, you know, they're, they make a, a, a you know, Google, they make a vast amount of money and Amazon now too, off of advertisements. And that's where this, the, the cash comes from. And, you know, I've in the past experimented a little bit with like the Twitter, you know, give us 10 bucks, you know, we'll see how a, a tweet performs or whatever. And I'm like, I'm not doing this right. I'm just throwing away $10. Like that's kind of what it felt like. I'm like, I'm just throwing ha, away $10. And that's... You are so out of date, sir. The minimum is now $50. Take uh, that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I remember the good old days when uh, Apple used to just give us free search ads money and they're like, here's free money. And I was like, I like free money. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, I, I think that was, that was one of the things it, it's to invest and to do it right. It's kind of a full-time job to really commit into advertising. And it's why you see really beautiful ads on Instagram and, and, and another social media sites. That's the only one I use, but <laughs> it's when you watch shark tank, for example, they're always talking about like the, the cost per acquisition. Like that's an important part is what's your cost per install? Because if it costs you $10 and you're selling the thing for $5, well, that's not, that's not good. That's bad, you know, but there's a certain threshold of it. And I couldn't, I couldn't ever invest the time in it. I've done the search ads. I've done some Google ads. I've tried some on my YouTube videos, on my apps, on some tweets. And, uh, I don't know. I just kind of felt like I was like, just willy nilly, just like throwing money uh, against the wall and seeing if anyone picks it up and Apple and Google and everybody else picked it up. And that was about it. <laughs> yeah okay all those topics we need to discuss because there's so much there um let's start with in the olden days you used to be able to pay a little bit less like you do a facebook and you'd give them a link to i don't know could you directly link to the app store or at least i would link to my website or something for my app and you could say something like ten dollars a day clickety click maybe you'll get in there you can still do that uh, one funny thing that I noticed, though, is 10 hours a day does not get you many ad slots anymore. So you do run into that exact problem that you talked about is if you have a good ad, theoretically up to a limit, the more money you put into advertisement, the more money you can make. So long as, as you said, the price of the app is greater than the acquisition price. Mm -hmm. It all sounds so simple and so logical. But how do you actually put that into practice? Like you said, I don't want to just throw money down a well. I want to see actual results from it. So the one thing that I do have to do anytime I play with advertisements or do any of this kind of stuff is watch app sales like a hawk mm -hmm. <laughs> and really pay attention to 
what is noise and what is actually coming from the ads. But this actually comes into how things have changed. Things have changed and they've gotten weird so that you can actually close this loop a little bit better. But, you know, I, I, I can look at the numbers and see if things changed, I think, I hope. For example, I spent 50 bucks at Twitter on one specific app. So I, you know, over one day. So I'm just going to look at the numbers for that day and see if they're they're huge, right? They should be 10x, right? Yeah, okay. I would say a 500x. That sounds wonderful. That sounds really good. <laughs> um, yeah, so just do that. So the big change that has happened, and that really threw me for a loop for a long time, because when you go into these advertisement portals, the ones I try the most are Facebook and Twitter. Facebook is also Instagram, your beloved mm-hmm. Instagram, and WhatsApp. They're really promoting WhatsApp. It's kind of funny. What they make you choose very first off is your objective. Mm. And they'll say like website engagement, website click, app install. And look at that. What a great name. App install. That's what you want. What do you think? What do you think that does, James? <laughs> well, I have gone down this route because I did this recently for uh I think I recently did it for for my cadence. If I if I think I did a Google ad for it, and if I remember, I think at that point I was able to like search the app store for my app, and it would like pull in data and information about it. Like what happened on on this one? Yeah, th- that's what you wanted to do. It wasn't quite that simple uh, for both Facebook and Twitter that have both of these objective app installs. What they make you do next is create an app record in their own systems. So on Facebook, you go to your like developer portal on mm. Facebook and create an app registry there. Even though you're never going to use the social parts of Facebook or anything, they still want you to create kind of an app record there. Same, same on the Twitter side. Now, in those, that's where you associate it with your bundle ID and other things. The kind of good part about that is if you have a cross-platform app, that's um, a unified record for the multiple platforms. Hmm. So they definitely have iOS support. They definitely have Android support. They don't have good Mac support, of course. Yes, that makes sense. Yeah, that that makes sense. I have to imagine that these apps and these services are heavily used on mobile first. And those are the more established app stores at this point. So they're really diving into that is what I'm hearing. Yeah, yeah. So that's not so bad. Whatever. Clickety click, clickety click. Um. <laughs> But now we get into the scary part. So for both services, you can now go through the entire process of creating ad campaigns and creating ads. For me, I just had uh, my promotional videos that I put on the App Store, and I figured those are good enough ads. So I was trying to do video ads. Do you like video ads? As an Instagrammer, do you prefer pictures or videos? It's a good question. It depends what it is. If it's something that you need to see in motion, then yes, but the images are fine. Video. I'm hearing video from you. 
<laughs> it's based on the movement. I think if I'm on Twitter, I don't want video, but if I'm on Instagram, it's fine. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I think I like video. I think it's just more captivating and all that. So I'm, I'm trying to go on that side of it. Right. What's also neat about all these services, though, is you can just give them a bucket of data. <laughs> You're like, here's a video. Here's five uh, potential advertisements. And they're supposed to run their magic AI algorithm optimizer thing in order to figure out the perfect ad combination on both Facebook and I think on Twitter, you could give them multimedia and multi-headlines and multi-captions. Hmm. It's a little awkward how ads work now because they can be placed in so many different places. Sometimes your caption will be showed. Sometimes your headline will be showed. But it's basically A-B testing, but more like A-B-C-D-F-G testing, which I think hmm. is cool. Mm-hmm. It sounds like at this point, Frank, you're filling out the Apple App Store entry uh, with every single <laughs> bit of data. You know what I mean? Like, it sounds like you're yeah. doing an immense amount of work and we're not even, we haven't even finalized the, the campaign yet. No, no. And this isn't even like TikTok. I was like, oh, geez, what about the TikTok? Can you advertise on the TikTok? How much does the TikTok advertisement cost? I don't know any of these things. This is all a bit of an experiment. So I think we'll have to have a uh, review episode in three months or something to see how all of this goes. Oh, yeah. But anyway, yeah. Um, so you get your app record in there. You get everything all associated. Clickety-click. You're happy with it. You decide on a budget. And then you click the publish button. And it says something horrific. Like, you cannot do app install tracking unless you install our sdk oh my gosh James. no ah, James. Run, run away immediately get out of there oh that, my god eject. they both want to put code into my app oh, i do don't want to do any of this and wait i haven't even told you the scariest part yet <laughs> what's <laughs> this is all turning into a horror story <laughs> Um, on the Facebook side, when you first start to do this, um, I want to track app installs. You know, that's my end goal. That's my objective. The first thing they ask you is, do you want to support iOS 14.5? And why is that, James? <laughs> because Apple cracked down on all of their magic tracking between their apps and pixel tracking. I don't know how any of their advertisement tracking works, but... Apple decided to make it not work. Oh my goodness. That's uh that's interesting. I just installed some new apps today, some DJI ones, and uh I got like five billion pop-ups. And <laughs> the new one that I got was, yeah, do you want do you would would it's like the it's the it's the most hilarious verbiage from Apple too. They're like, do you want to do you want to share all of your data with this company? That's basically what it says. And the answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like no, no one ever is going to hit. Oh, the, oh, that sounds great. That sounds, that sounds fantastic. Uh, so they definitely did a great job. I'm very happy with it. And, uh, yeah, I wonder how that impacts it overall. I remember, uh, looking at the most recent financials of Facebook and Snapchat and, and them, and they said that 
Facebook said they weren't as impacted as they thought they were going to be. Snapchat said they changed enough in their code that it's not a big deal. But then Facebook said that they will be impacted it going forward. I just think the 14.5 wasn't as big of an uptick, but obviously iOS 15 will when new devices launch with it. So I wonder how much that impacts it. The, like your actual output, like does it have some, I wonder if it has substantial impact on the conversion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm with you. Uh, every time I've gotten one of those new fancy dialogues that says, do you want to share data? I say, nope, not interested. No. So I like that feature, but I have no idea what the actual effect on all these advertisement people are. It's really frustrating. So I guess we have two things here. I don't want to install their SDK because I don't trust them to do horrific things with my app Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> as a front man, basically. Yeah. Um, and then you have the secondary thing of Apple doesn't want you sharing data and they're being very careful about um, blocking that and things. Yeah. So here's the deal. Like, why can't these advertisement people just give me a rest endpoint that I can hit and I can tell them, Hey, this is a app install thing. Mm. If there's a token, I'll go fetch the token. I'll go post it to a server. You know, I'm willing to write those five lines of code. Yeah. It's really frustrating that there is no happy middle ground like that. It's all or nothing. I have to take their SDK with all of its, who knows what that Apple hates in it. Yeah. It really is an all or nothing type of situation uh, in that regard, which is kind of a shame because, you know, the Internet is built on APIs like just, yeah, just give us an API and and all you would do is in your back end. Right. Like what they could do. It's so simple. Right. Is like all they would need to do is pass in something when the app launches or something like that. Like, you know, Google had something which was like you could like share an app with a friend and then you know, basically that would be like a code that if they downloaded it, then you would get, you know, you could give them like a discount in the application or something like that. So there's definitely a way to figure out that loop end, I assume to pass some information in, or maybe not. I don't know. That That's the tricky part is like, they don't own the app store, right? So how are they going to give you that information all up? Right. The, this has been the fundamental problem in apps Uh, app advertisement since the very beginning is that because apple controls the app store we don't have a great way to do this end-to-end optimization of things now the problem is here i'm talking (laughs) i feel like apple did make progress here but i'm really uh, i'm reaching for here i'm reaching i'm reaching i can't think of it but i thought they were starting to add like you can add a token to the link to the app store and that token might survive all the way to the purchase order. Ah. So then in the purchase order, that token is available. Please correct me if I'm wrong and I apologize if I'm just making all of this up. But I feel like they've made a little bit of progress, but obviously uh, Facebook still can't quite figure it out without making me install a scary SDK. Yeah, they're going to, Facebook's going to want their data. And, and the other part was then like, so for you to even be able to start to promote your application in a proper way, if you want to really get the analytics and do all the stuff like that, then you would actually need to install the SDK, 
put out a brand new release of this and then you're not even using any of the features. Not like you have like sign in with Facebook or anything like that. Yeah, they won't even let you put up the ad until the app has talked back to the server at least once. What? So you have to do a full release in order to get these fancy app install advertisements to work. Isn't this all sounding just so terrible? I didn't. Why can't they just let you get no data and just say, whatever, I'll just track it. I know. I know. Well, in, in that case, what you do is website links but i hate that website link i want to give a link to the app store you know i want that nice app experience without all this stuff but now we have to talk about twitter they do it slightly differently (laughs) so they don't have the twitter sdk that you install like facebook has the facebook advertisement sdk blah 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 you put that into your app twitter doesn't have that what they've done instead is created a standard we all love standards for how this information can be collected and distributed i don't know what words to use here you know what i mean token passing we got to get the token around things and what they have is a list of nine-ish different independent services independent from twitter independent from facebook that specialize in just this activity Mm. of passing this token around so what twitter wants you to do is not install their sdk but install one of these other companies and of course those are payment plans blah 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 you know all that kind of stuff to make it work oh my god i hate advertising for apps <laughs> well it makes you sort of you know realize that when you are advertising up your product on the platform that sells your product that is a more streamlined approach and case in point and we'll talk about search ads here in a bit because both google and apple have these but we have some of you listeners may have found our podcast this way, which is from Overcast, uh, Marco Action, ding. And Marco, genius that he is, and generating so much revenue. It's it's bananas. <laughs> uh, we talked about this has in app advertisement for podcasts. It's a podcast app that has advertisements for podcasts. And why is that amazing? Well, it's, that's amazing. It's- I'm sorry. It's genius. It's just absolutely genius to to turn your own app into a multi-source revenue stream. That is not an easy thing to pull off on the App Store. Apple hates it when you create <laughs> um, additional stores in your things. So sorry I interrupted you. I'm, I just had to agree that it's a really amazing feat that he has pulled off there. Yeah, it's it's truly spectacular because what he ended up doing was all the things that you did as, as now as a podcast owner, I, I don't need, you know, an SDK or I don't need an endpoint for him to hit. He has his own endpoint that he's tracking <laughs> the taps, the subscriptions, because when you tap on a podcast and overcast, it takes you to the podcast inside the application. It doesn't launch Apple podcast. Cause that's what you would normally do. Like you would normally, if we were to take a, a an ad out on, um, let's say Twitter for the podcast, what we would do is we would take out an ad and then we would most likely go to a third party website that allows us to create a bunch of links that go to different app stores. Uh, we also have like mergeconflict.com slash, I think slash or mergeconflict.fm slash subscribe. And I think it has all the links there, which is another option. 
but that's not a graceful experience. What you want to have happen is it opens your default podcast app and that's nearly impossible. You know, an Android, everybody has a different podcast app, but on iOS, at least you could say, well, you know, a certain percentage are going to have Apple podcasts, but at the same time, what about over overcast and what about Castro and what about all the other ones? So this is a great experience because he's built a user base and made this great foundation that when you tap the ad, which is contextualized, it has categories. So if you're listening to a technology podcast, what other podcast do you think, Frank, you might be interested in? Oh, a science and art podcast. It could be. There's art, <laughs> there's science and culture, technology. You know, there's different groups of categories that, that are together. And then there's an all, like it just happens everywhere. And he's able to serve up those, those things. And then what's cool is that I can go into my dashboard. I can tell you exactly here. Here we go. Check this out. Last time we advertised, it was a while ago we did Merge Conflict, but um, this is when it used to be cheap. We spent... That's quite, that's pretty expensive. Pretty expensive. Yeah. Advertising. Um, It's expensive. uh, That was, now this is kind of cool. It's for one month. That's what's kind of nice about it in technology. It's a merge conflict. And then you, you type in your podcast and he's already indexed all the podcasts. So he's got them all right. And then um, it will show me that this was viewed 44,000 times. That's pretty cool. Um, it was clicked 3,315, which is a 7.4% conversion. Obviously, Marco loves stats. And mm-hmm. then 209 people, or 6.3% of overall views tapped, not overall views, sorry, of, of taps subs, subscribed to the podcast. So of, oh. the, of the 7.4% that tapped on it, 6.3% of those read it, subscribed to the podcast. Right. Yeah. And that's ideally how advertisement would work for app developers. We would put together five images, five headlines, five captions, whatever, throw it into a magic AI algorithm, and it would tell us this many people viewed this one, this many people clicked on this one, this many people bought your app from this one, mm. and then we could do good advertisement. Oh, what a wonderful world that would be. Instead, you're clicking in... Did I did I mention by the way how terrible these web backends are for these advertisement things? No. They're amazing. They use like that blade concept where everything horizontally stacks and has mm-hmm. its own like X window or little X to close windows and all that stuff. Let me just take a moment and say, please don't make your web apps like that. <laughs> the, the the web is designed to work one way vertically. <laughs> Build your apps to work vertically. It's fine. Okay. Uh, So once you've gone through all that pain and torture, um, you still don't get that benefit of that end-to-end experience that Marco is providing without doing these crazy SDK things that who knows if they're compatible with iOS 14.5. Yeah. So, um, but when you're left with no knowledge, you just go forward, right? Because in the end, um, you can just look at your sales numbers and hope that there's a correlation. Hopefully there's a pretty obvious correlation with spending the money. So then it becomes how much money can you spend? I used to advertise on Reddit and that would be like 50 to $100 per day, mm. but it would get you a pretty good kind of turnaround. You had to have 
a good priced app so that the few conversions that it increases uh, can cover the bill. But it was possible, but I never really loved it. It never seemed like it was working very much. Plus, I could never really swallow spending like $50 a day, $100 a day. Those numbers sound so big. It's a lot. Whereas on Facebook, you could say like $10 a day. And then I can say, oh, $300 a month. Okay, that sounds like, you know, even if it doesn't make any conversions, I can swallow $300 a month just on the off chance that it will. But I want to do better than that and make sure I'm not even throwing away 300 hours a day or month month. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So here's the problem, though. That used to work. They would show you numbers and all that stuff. It was great. What I found, though, is 10 hours a day is not enough for Daddy Zuckerberg. Mm -hmm. You need to give Zuckerberg more money or he's not even going to show your ad. Oh, no. Yeah, not, once, like, not, not even once. He's just like, not nah, not nah, fam, not nah, fam. Sorry. You know, it's all so confusing how the bidding stuff works. So you can put in bids with numbers, or you can put in budgets. You can put in daily budgets and monthly budgets and yearly budgets. They love it with the yearly budgets. But in the end, it's a bidding system. If there are five ads trying to reach one person who's reading their homepage then they're going to take whichever ad is willing to pay the most money. And it turns out (laughs) that with a low daily budget, you're just never going to win any of those bids. (laughs) And so that's kind of the funny situation I found myself in right now. So even after I've gone through all that rigmarole of creating an ad and then failing to create an app install ad because I don't want to put the Facebook thing in. I just created a link ad, created my link ad, and the stupid thing still isn't working. <laughs> James, can someone out there please solve the app advertisement problem for us? Oh my goodness. So have you just given up at this point then? Have you done all this? Like you just have not, you have nothing, 26 minutes, Frank, and you have nothing to show at all not a single <laughs> not a single view no i do because thank goodness twitter came through for me oh, okay twitter works twitter is a little bit simpler but even they have their funny little hang-ups so one neat thing you can do on twitter which some people love some people hate but um you can just take any old tweet you have and say promote this tweet mm, yeah write a check a good, to the twitter good feature that's a good feature especially if you've like done a really good job of putting a video or, you know, nice audio or text or emojis in there. And like, you, you already have it crafted. Yeah. And it is semi effective. I don't know the, the semi is like, I, I didn't get a lot of turnaround, but I took a tweet when I had first announced I circuit 3d and that tweet did pretty great. And I figured out oh, what the heck, throw some money behind it, see what happens just as the easiest thing, because um, well, we'll get to the because. So I, d- I did that and they have minimum amounts, all that kind of stuff. They make it pretty easy. And the fun part was I actually got some engagement, as they say, hashtag mm-hmm. engagement, where people were retweeting it and replying about it. I actually kind of liked it from like an ease of use experience um, and a actually getting to talk to people from it. I kind of love that. You know, I'm not probably not going to engage with anyone with the Facebook ads, but 
on Twitter, you definitely can engage. So I like that part. The reason I'm being a little hesitant is I don't think it actually had any great conversion results for me, (laughs) or at least I'm still waiting for a few more numbers to come in. Um, I did this just a few days ago and Apple is super slow sometimes, Uh, but I'm not seeing any like dramatic increase in sales. But I will say from a simplicity point of view, wow, that was great. Easy way to burn some money, people. Yeah, I would recommend it. Yeah, do you want to hand Twitter some money? All right, done. Got it. That was always my fear with the Twitter because I've done that before and I see it and I'm like, okay, cool. And um, but but then what? Like I see like, oh, it's yeah. been viewed more times, or I've it's the the media's been viewed, but I was like, all right, like did, did anyone install this thing? Like, what happened? Like what happened? And and maybe this is you know, us being a little naive because we're not in marketing, right? We're not mm-hmm. social media experts and understanding advertisement in this regard. Like we are independent app developers that would like to do some promotion of our app. And and maybe these are the wrong places. Have you just considered it? Like maybe this is just not correct for us. Oh, absolutely. And please write in everyone and let us know. I, w- I would love it if I'm missing something obvious. The problem is I don't think I am. Mm-hmm. Um Social networks are kind of where people's eyeballs are right now. I mean, I guess I could take out a TV ad. <laughs> then people in the greater Seattle area could all purchase it. But um, yeah, I, I would love to know if there's a good alternative for sure. For sure. Um, one funny little tidbits on the Twitter side. If you don't have like a tweet ready to go, you can create what they call promotion only tweets. Mm. And these are kind of nice because you don't have to spam your follower list oh, with it. Yeah, you know, I didn't cool. want to like, yeah, pop out like five different eye circuit ads in a row just so that I could re- pay to retweet them later. Um, you create promotion only. It's a little checkbox when you go into their advertisement portal. The funny thing is in order to create one for an app, you have to create what's called an app card. So oh, these are Twitter cards, and they have a whole UI to create a Twitter app card. So the process, everyone, is this, to advertise on the tweeters. First, release an app, step one. Step one. Step two, <laughs> go to uh, the tweeters, and you have to create an app record. So you have to create your app within Twitter, just like uh, in Facebook. And this is good so that you can unify iOS and Android and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, create one of those. Next, create an app card. Associate your app card with your app record. Great. We're doing great, James. And we're halfway there. Next, almost done. (laughs) Next, create a tweet. Make it promotional only so you're not spamming people. Associate that tweet with your card. We are so darn close now. Create that. (laughs) Now, create an advertisement uh, campaign. From that, create an advertisement set. Under the advertisement set, create an advertisement. Under the advertisement, select your content that you created on before as your promoted only tweet. Nice and easy. Mm-hmm. Add that to your ad. And then click the publish button. And you know what it's going to tell you? What? <laughs> Pending? Too bad. Oh, Too no. Bad. Oh, no. <laughs> you have to install our SDK. So we're back to that original problem that we were talking about <sighs> before. 
So even after you go through all of that stuff, they want their SDKs uh, installed too. Now, it's not the Twitter SDK. It's those other ones I was mentioning, but you have to do that. And they have a really cute name. It's something like verified purchases or something. You know, that's what Mm. they want. Yeah. So you can't do any of that stuff that I just said. What you're left with is create a tweet with a link to the app store and promote that because stupid Twitter cards don't work unless you install their SDKs. Now, Frank, we've talked a lot about Twitters and the Facebooks and these bigger social medias, but have you and did you, we talked about this before, but take a look at the thing that is built in to the app store called search ads. Search ads. Yes, I have. Yes, I have. I have a pretty low budget. I am doing the basic ads because I know nothing about advertisement. Mm. And with the basic ads, it's a one click. Do you want to advertise? And then you tell them the maximum amount you want to spend. Is it per day or per month? Anyway, I set like a little budget in there. It's a low budget because I'm paranoid and I'm bad at advertisement. And I honestly have absolutely no idea if any of these search ads are producing anything. I know they have nice displays and you can go in there because it is Apple. They're running their app store. So they can tell you this many people saw the ad, this many people actually purchased the app. But I haven't been overwhelmed by those numbers either. It wasn't like I turned on search ads and all of a sudden... I had doubled my profits. Did you double your profits with search ads? Okay, so I did use search ads for both Island Tracker and My Cadence. And I haven't, I don't think I have data for Island Tracker. It was, it was when it was paid. That's a little bit trickier, but I have done it for My Cadence, which is a free app. And I spent $32, Frank. Mm. Hard earned money. Hard earned money. And I got 174 installs. Oh, that's the free one, right? That has the in-app purchase, right? That is the free one, yes. Um, I believe I had it turned on for Island Tracker, but I don't think I got any installs or like the, I don't I don't remember it being high or if I did, it was there. But the cost per install of my cadence is 18 cents, which, mm-hmm. which that's pretty good. 18 cents, like that's, that's cheap. Yeah. That's less than a quarter. You know what I mean? That's, that's not bad. Um, right. Uh, sorry, sorry to interrupt, but you're making me realize what you want now is <laughs> you added an additional leg for the in-app purchase. You want to know the conversion rate to in-app purchase too, but that's something probably a little bit separate, probably another chart that you can see in the mm, store. No, you don't get that data. That is not data no. you get because they're not so, tracking users after that. They're tracking in the store, but they don't track the the, the users. They don't know after But see, that. James, if you just install the Facebook or not Twitter SDKs, you can have it. Mm. It's actually kind of interesting. In addition to app installs that you can pay for advertisements for, you can pay for app events. Oh, wow. So this is for people who already use your app. I guess if you are like a movie studio and you wanted to promote a movie, you want people to actually go to that deep link, you know, yes. like get into the app and actually register this event. So it's kind of neat how these SDKs work. I'm a little bit excited because I really wish this stuff actually worked the way it said. Um, you can register a bunch of events on the terrible web portal, maybe... Um, what your in-app purchases would be those events. And then in the app with these SDKs installed, you would signal that event. So now you wouldn't just be advertising for installs of your app. 
you can be advertising for these specific in-app purchases within mm. your apps. That'd and be cool. Know which ads actually optimize for people who will do that in-app purchase. Mm. Oh, if advertisement ad actually worked, wasn't creepy, wasn't invasive to people's <laughs> privacy. Like, you know, good advertisement is useful. I really think that. I I like the YouTube recommendation engine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I want good recommendations from the app store. It's too bad that all this stuff is so mixed up with terrible security and privacy that we don't have decent ads. Yeah. And it's not. I'm just complaining this episode. I'm realizing everyone, I want to advertise more. I'm just terrible at it. <laughs> the, the thing is, it's also quite complicated. I do like, here's the one thing I like about search ads is they have a basic and advanced view. And the basic, which I hope never goes away, is the drop dead simple, just go get it. Because the problem that I have with advanced and I have this with Google and Twitter and the other ones is like the thing that you just said is like, you got to create a campaign and then a group and then a thing and then a other thing and then this other thing. And you're like, where's my advert? Like, where's my advertisement? And then you got to turn <laughs> on this thing and turn off that thing and turn on this other thing over there. And you're like, I just want to put my app on the thing and I want people to see it, please. <laughs> And I get I get so lost in the terminology that I'm like, uh, I guess I uh, I guess I just spent one hundred dollars like, OK, like, I, I don't know. You know, uh, <laughs> it, it confused me and upsets me. It almost upsets me to a point that I'm just like, all right, I'm not there. But I will say this, that and I, I can't the Apple's the search ads like is, is is not showing me additional data from it at all. But I think that is the missing list link is I as I stopped paying for it because I said, well, I need to know my conversion, right? Is it 10% people getting the the pro version of this? Is it XYZ? And, and my conversion is pretty low in general. You know what I mean? Uh, from the application. Mm -hmm. So I think I have some data here, but it's like, you know, I, I definitely don't, you know, it's, it's in the 1%. It's not in the 10%. So for me to make back $30, I would need, I guess I would need, 5% of people to upgrade to pro. And I'm not even getting that off of normal people that find my application. Um, so that's a, a little bit worrying, I guess. So I turned it off, but I <laughs> guess if I wanted to stomp over the other applications, it does do a good job. I, here's the funny part is like, I always like search for my app to see like how I'm ranking and how the other apps are coming up. And I remember like seeing my own ad and I was like, Oh, that just cost me whatever, blah, blah, blah. That's, <laughs> oh, oh, that just cost me whatever. So cost you an impression. Yeah. Yeah. Have we just concluded that it's hopeless? No. <laughs> well, there has, to, there has to be a hope out there somewhere. You know, I do like speaking of are all these social media is the wrong way to go. Mm. I think podcast advertisements kind of a cool place too. Um, I've been tempted to do some of the bigger podcasts like ATP, but they can be like all good advertisement, expensive yeah. <laughs> or costly, whichever word you want to use. So you have to be pretty certain that the return on your money is going to be worth it. But, you know, podcasts are kind of neat because you have a concentrated audience, an audience who is very... <laughs> um, deeply knowledgeable of and interested in particular subjects it's a really targeted versus me going on facebook and saying hey everyone you need circuit simulation software yeah. <laughs> doesn't everyone need circuit simulation software 
That's true. I I, I also like a good uh, read. I, I've done some. I definitely I did a, a podcast. I think like when they were doing the gaming ride home or whatever. So the tech meme ride home. I think I did one for Island Tracker on it. But again, that's one of those things where I should have set up like a special URL and I should have had like a you know tracking thing. I think I was just like <laughs> just search for Island Tracker in the App Store, right? Uh, which is like not bad. They're already on a phone. Just like you know search for it and blah blah blah. But yeah, advertisements, man, advertisements. Yep. So now I'm depressed, but we'll uh, check back in three months and see if I'm still depressed by the whole state of affairs. But it had been years since I'd done this, and I was really shocked by that big change of them actually trying to track app installs versus in the past, we really were just truly blind. We were just going for website links and all that. I was surprised by that change. Um, I was hoping for it to be better (laughs) since it's been so long since i've advertised but it i was a little bit disappointed Mm. we'll see maybe my experiments will come out maybe i'll finally find a magic number where zuckerberg will start showing my ad (laughs) and i'll make billions and billions of dollars or maybe one of our amazing listeners will write in by going to mergeconflict.fm and telling us how you advertise your advert your your application and it was absolutely spectacular let us know uh i would love to know maybe we're just doing it wrong we just need your help we need your help (laughs) people we need your help uh all right well i think it's gonna do it frank anything else from you nope that's it advertisement i don't know what i'm doing advertisement (laughs) fail failing at advertising uh we're not advertisers sorry well anyways well thanks everyone tuning in i had fun with this because i went through the same exact thing as you, Frank. And I have to imagine that you and I aren't the only one. So please write in, let us know. Or if you have a, you know, advertising specialist at at work, we'd love to interview them. We don't interview very many people, but you know, we'd love to do that and just figure out what we're doing. We need, that's, that's an interview, Frank, Mm -hmm. somebody, it's not about, you know, what they, you know, you know, it's not them selling their advertisement service. Like we need to know what we need to do. If you have a friend, mergeconflict.fm contact form, let us know. We'll totally bring them on the podcast. So, (laughs) all right, Frank. We need to make money. That's all we need to do. Simple as that. I just want people to be happy. Use my app. It's awesome. About to come out with a big update. So go get it. All right, everyone. That's going to do for this week's Merge Conflict. So until next time, I'm James Montemagno. And I'm Frank Krueger. Thanks for listening. Peace. Peace.